And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he sware unto him, and he sold his birthright unto Jacob. Genesis 25:33. Dear Lord, through the eyes of this text, thank you for opening my eyes to ways of being that could derail my future. I declare that I will be mindful to cherish and to honor the inheritance you have for me as your child. I decree that I will not settle and sell myself short for the things in life that offer temporary pleasure and relief like Esau. Help me, Lord, to stay mindful and sober when it comes to the schemes of the enemy. I will guard my future and my promise with wisdom and wise counsel. I will not compromise my stance or my values when opportunity is within reach. Instead, I will hold fast to that which belongs to me, for I know that you are my provider. Heavenly Father, man can only give what you allow. From this moment on, I guard what's mine. I stay alert at all times, and I wait for my promise to come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for making prayer a priority in your life. To hear the Bible come to life, stay tuned for The Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Esau's birthright. Before this story, we learned about Sarah passing away and God's faithfulness to continue his promises through Isaac. He provided Isaac with a wife, Rebekah, and the two loved one another deeply. Now we will learn about the passing of Abraham and Isaac and Rebekah's sons, Jacob and Esau, as inspired by the book of Genesis. 
Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous passage, we learned of Sarah's passing and Abraham's quest to find a wife for Isaac, his son, a woman to help him carry on the family line and fulfill God's prophecy regarding Abraham's descendants. Today, we come to the end of Abraham's life. Far from being a perfect man, he was full of contradictions, faith and failings, trust and trepidation. God has been with him through it all, however, never wavering in his promise. Now his legacy is established. Abraham is ready to go to the heavenly father. Notice how, as he knows his time is nearing, Abraham continues to lead his family, seeking to establish for them a future and a fulfillment of God's plan. You'll hear how two brothers, Isaac and Ishmael, come together for the sake of honoring their father. We'll then hear about Isaac and Rebekah and a story that in many ways echoes that of Isaac's father and mother. The struggle to bear children, the patient waiting on God until finally God grants their greatest desire. But not just one child, God gave them twin boys. And as you probably have come to expect by now, when brothers are involved, strife is not far behind. Today's passage is no different. But listen as the struggles start before Rebecca even gives birth. This will not be a harmonious relationship, but it is made even worse by the parents who each choose a favorite. The seeds are being sown early for a difficult relationship and a conflict that divides a family. This theme of close family conflict is one that keeps getting repeated, and it's one that many of us know all too well from personal experience. What can we learn from this story to help us in our own situations with our own families? Let's listen to today's passage and see. In the last years of Abraham's life, he was married to a woman named Keturah, a young woman who bore him six sons. Abraham was blessed in his final years, getting to see more of God's promises unfold before his eyes. When he knew the time was near, He gathered gifts for his wife and sons and commissioned them to the east to be fruitful and start their own families. Yet Isaac was to remain in his land with Rebekah. Abraham, the father of nations and God's chosen inheritor of the covenant, departed from the earth at age 175. His life was filled with riches and woes, peaks and valleys, faith and failure. His life was a beacon of hope to all those who follow God and proof that the Lord keeps His promises despite our foolishness. After Abraham had passed, Ishmael returned to his brother Isaac and the two buried him together beside Sarah. The God of Abraham looked to Isaac and became the God of Isaac. The promised covenant given to Abraham was passed to Isaac and he would bless Isaac and his descendants as he did with his father. Twenty years of marriage had passed for Isaac and Rebekah. The two lived in the love of the Lord and one another, expanding their land and influence. Yet Rebekah in twenty years was unable to have children. The two found themselves in a similar situation as Abraham and Sarah once did. Yet they waited on the Lord and trusted in Him to provide. They came before God daily, waiting for Him to move. They knew He would, and He did. 
When Isaac and his wife Rebekah had reached 20 years of marriage, Isaac prayed to God that she would become pregnant because she was unable to bear children. God blessed Rebekah and answered Isaac's prayer. That is when Rebekah became pregnant with twin boys. Lord, what is happening to me? she prayed. The Lord responded, You have the makings of two nations inside you. Two people groups will come from the children in your womb. One will be stronger, and the older will serve the younger. As the Lord had promised, Rebekah became pregnant. A few months into pregnancy, Rebekah felt a wrestling in her womb. Concerned, she asked the Lord what was happening to her. The Lord prophesied over her and told her that she was having twins. He said, You have the makings of two nations inside you, two people groups that will be divided. One shall be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. Rebekah kept these things close to her heart, for she would watch them unfold as her children grew older. When Rebekah came to term and gave birth to her twins, she was surprised to see the oldest baby was red, and his whole body was covered in hair. She named him Esau. The second child came out grasping the heel of his brother Esau. They named him Jacob, which means heel-grabber. Isaac was sixty years old when Esau and Jacob were born, and the two children grew up together in the promises of God. Esau grew up to be a skilled hunter. He was a man of the field, strong and filled with dignity. He often left for weeks to find meat for the family and became skilled in the craft of hunting and killing. Jacob grew up to be a mild and quiet man, spending most of his time with his mother among the tents away from the elements. Esau was loved by his father because he was a provider and hunted wild game and the firstborn son. Therefore, he was the inheritor of Isaac's birthright. Jacob was loved by his mother, yet Jacob's mildness was not to be mistaken for weakness. Jacob was a man of ambition and wit. His clever tongue and opportunistic attitude would be overlooked by his father and brother, to both their humiliation. Esau once returned from weeks out in the wilderness. He was hunting, traveling, and running towards the point of exhaustion. Starvation had led him back home, and near the point of death, he stumbled his way back to camp. Jacob was awaiting his brother with a fresh pot of stew simmering on the fire. Esau, gasping out of starvation, groveled towards Jacob, saying, Let me eat some of that red stew, for I am exhausted. Jacob, with a sly grin that can barely be seen through the smoke of the fire, said, Sell me your birthright. Confused and exhausted, Esau said, What use is a birthright to me if I am about to die? Swear it to me. Jacob said swiftly. So Esau swore over his birthright to Jacob and ate of the stew Jacob prepared. Ravenously devouring the red stew, Esau was the first victim of Jacob's ambition. He ate and drank and then went his way. Ever since, Esau despised his place in life. And bitterness would be the bond between Esau and Jacob for years after. We open the story today with Abraham remarrying his wife, giving him more sons. 
These will not be the men who will make up the great nation of Israel, but as sons, they would be blessed and fruitful. Before we move on to their story, I want to point out something that happens. When Abraham dies, Isaac does not bury his father alone. He is joined by a familiar character who we last saw wandering in the wilderness with his mother after he mocked a young Isaac in jealousy. Ishmael returns and together with Isaac bury their father. This relationship, which was so strained, beyond repair really, is at the very least able to be reconciled for a time to lay their father to rest. You may be living through a very difficult situation today or having experienced one where it seems there is no reconciliation possible. But with God, all things are possible. And today we see these two brothers who you may never have expected to speak again coming together to honor their father, righteous Abraham, a man who left each with a powerful legacy of faith in God. And then there is this. Isaac and Rebekah, like Abraham and Sarah, must wait for many years for a child. But they remain faithful. And after 20 years, Isaac goes to God and asks him to give Rebekah a child. And the Lord answers. So she becomes pregnant with twins. Early, it's obvious that the brothers will be at odds. Even in the womb, they wrestle with one another. They couldn't be more different. Esau, the oldest, is a powerful hunter, a man of the land. Jacob is mild and peaceful, not made for outdoor living. He is also cunning and sharp-witted. But the real problems arise because of the attitude of the parents. Listen to what Genesis 25:28 says. Now Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Sibling rivalries are common and may be even expected, but when parents play favorites, the results are disastrous. You shouldn't be surprised to see now that Jacob tricks Esau, his brother, to give up his birthright for a bowl of stew. This birthright would have given Esau claim to a much larger portion of his father's estate. This was his right as the firstborn son, but in his hunger and exhaustion and in his inattention and in his self-indulgence, he gave it all away for something that lasted no more than a day, a bowl of food. We should be very careful not to give up the treasures of God for the pleasures of man. Jacob took advantage of his brother and his own selfish ambition took hold in his heart. This was the first, but certainly not the last, of his injuries to Isaac. As the story goes on, these brothers would, just as God told Rebekah, be in a lifelong struggle with each other. It was a struggle with no real winners. And at the center of this are two parents who chose to pick a side and choose a child that they love more than the other. We will continue to see the downward spiral of this relationship and the explosive consequence of Jacob's deceit in our next passage. Dear Lord, thank you for this story that shows us how we can mend relationships as in the case of Isaac and Ishmael. And thank you for the story of Jacob and Esau because it teaches us how we can avoid the danger of favoritism among parents and the destructive effects of unresolved conflicts among siblings. Help us to apply these lessons to our own lives and relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer a priority in your life. 
And if you have enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love because sharing this podcast can make a difference in someone's life. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for your life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.